What is up, my dudes? Okay, we're back. It is episode two of These Are the Vibes with me, Abby Boutris. How fan freaking tastic is this? We are back for round two. I'm I didn't quit, guys. I wasn't kidding. I'm doing this for real. I just want to thank you guys so much for all the love that I got from the first episode. I was able to check the stats on last week's episode and I was literally in shock. I can't believe that I got as many listeners as I did. I feel so grateful getting all these like texts and messages from people about my podcast and people at parties coming up to me and ranting ranting to me about it. It just was so special and you guys make me love doing this and make me feel more confident about what I'm doing and just doing me and I appreciate you all. I'm super stoked for this week's episode. I think y'all are really gonna like it but before we get started I thought it'd be kind of fun to incorporate a shout out of the week in my podcast because you know life is tough and I think knowing that someone is noticing your hard work and effort is always a great booster. We need more of it. We need to hype each other up more guys. Life is tough and we're all pushing through together. So with that being said, I want to give a shout out to my best friend, Ryan. Ryan, if you're listening, I love you. And I want to give a shout out to my girl, Rye Guy, because she is all the way in Florence, Italy right now. I really miss her so much. Oh my God. She's studying abroad and it's an adjustment, y'all. Like, yeah, I think studying that actually goes really well this episode studying abroad is looks very glorified on instagram no offense ladies but ladies kind of do it (laughs) i probably would too honestly but you know all these pictures of people of these girls gallivanting around europe and guys probably too don't want to discriminate just makes it look like it's all magic and all fun and all amazing when in reality it's really hard i mean everything's different your life is different your school is different, the people you're around are different, you're not with your friends really or anyone who you're that familiar with or comfortable with, you're in a different home environment and it's a completely different country. So if that doesn't sound hard, I don't know what does. And Ryan, my girl, is killing it. She has a history like mine with food and just body image and that she has overcome it a lot. We have that little thing in common which is really special but she's killing it guys and traveling even if you're quote recovered from an eating disorder or still in your eating disorder is really tough food is unfamiliar activities unfamiliar daily routine is unfamiliar and unestablished for that part and it's hard and it's been a little stressful for ryan but she's doing great i've been talking to her and i'm super proud of you ryan I can't wait for you to be home because I can't wait to give you the biggest freaking hug and grab a freaking lavender latte from Alpine Mater. Carrying on, I wanted to also start with kind of some things about me this week. I want to keep you guys in the loop on my life, and I'd love to, you know, if you ever want to tell me what's going on with your life, let me know. Let me know. I'm all ears. So this week we started in-person classes, which was super exciting. 
I had never seen the campus so full since I visited like before I went to Colorado. I mean, it was super exciting. CC and I had a class together, or not together, in the same building our first day on Monday. And we were so happy that we had each other on campus because we were just kind of mind blown at the amount of like activity and just liveliness at freaking 8.45 in the morning on campus. It was super exciting. I also wanted to talk about what I'm reading currently. Right now, I'm currently reading Emily Ratajkowski's My Body, and it is absolutely amazing. It takes a lot for me to get fully into a book and not want to put a book down. I love reading, but it's just tough for me to find a book that speaks to me like that, and this is certainly one of them. Oh my god, you guys. It's incredible. It's to be honest, I didn't have much of an opinion of Emily Ratajkowski. I just knew she was a model and that was it. I was listening to Call Her Daddy and within five minutes of the episode with her, before she was even on the podcast, just hearing Alex Cooper talk about her and her story and this book that she wrote, I was my jaw dropped and I had no idea that this was what Emily Ratajkowski's life was like and it just shocked me. And as I was listening, I was walking up Pearl Street. I was doing homework at a coffee shop. And I was immediately like, oh my God, I need to get this book. And so I looked to my left, not even, I can't make this shit up. I looked to my left and I was right near Boulder Bookstore. And I said, hmm, I'm going to test my luck. Let's see if it's there. And typically if I want to order a book, if I want to get a book, I order it because my Amazon is not linked to my card. It's linked to my parents' card. And books are freaking expensive and it's just kind of absurd. So I typically don't buy my own books, but this is a book I want. I told myself if it's in there, I'm going to get it. So I walk in there and Boulder Bookstore, if you know it, it's not like a Barnes and Noble where it's big and they literally have any book you can ever think of. It's pretty cramped and it's cozy. I like it. But they don't have everything. They don't have a super wide selection. I walk over to the nonfiction section and it's a Saturday or a Sunday? Saturday. So it's just bustling with people. I go to the nonfiction section and I'm scanning the books and all the covers, you know, are facing out like they normally are. And then there's this one little book that's tucked away. It's only its spine is sticking out and I swear to god it was the last copy of this book it was it was wild so yes I'm reading that now it's amazing it has given me a whole new respect for Emily Ratajkowski and models in general and just the mental struggle of it and just profiting off your body and being pretty much objectified your whole life I highly suggest you guys read it if that's if it interests you and it's amazing also i want to talk about what i'm watching which i don't know why i do because i don't watch much if i do it's nothing special i this evening i just started two outs to handle season three uh i'm a slut for that show i don't know why i think it's hilarious and i will always have a crush on matthew from season one He's from Colorado. He has my heart. He's the one that was Jesus, or they always called Jesus. Yeah, oh my god, I thought he was so sexy. (laughs) But anyways, I'm in a film class because I mentioned last episode I'm I'm a film minor. And we watched Mad Max Fury Road. And when my professor told us this, but the day before we watched it, I was just like, what? Like, why are we watching this? 
and we had a lecture about editing before that and I guess it received an Oscar for best editing performance or best you know editing in a movie and I was like okay I'm open to it I like action I like James Bond I don't know I don't watch like Avengers or anything I know guys I'm lame but I was like cool I'm down and this movie was absolutely just action packed and if you understand like what goes behind editing it's absolutely amazing and just the beat and the tempo of all the cuts and the action and how they make it flow so well is incredible what was even more mind-blowing is that there was hardly any cgi in this movie i i feel like a nerd i'm literally a film nerd i watched a behind the scenes of the making of it right after i saw it because my professor said yeah they did a lot of their own stunts and i said no no freaking way there are cars rolling over the place there are people jumping from vehicle to vehicle there are numerous fights there are explosions it's insane. And lo and behold, the stunts are basically all done by the actors. If you guys have seen Mad Max Fury Road, look up the behind the scenes. It It's crazy. I was standing like doing laundry in my room and I was like, oh my god, no way. Like I couldn't look away. It was, it was crazy. All right, I'm done talking your ear off about all that information that you didn't really have to know. You've been fine not knowing it. But you know it now, so congratulations. You know a little bit more about my life. Lucky you. So for today's episode, I want to start out with a little exercise. Don't worry, it's a mental exercise. I'm not going to make y'all drop and give me 15 or anything. Not yet. No, I'm kidding. So what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine yourself, but you're very much on top of your shit. So what does your I'm on top of my shit house look like what does your bathroom cabinet look like what do your mornings and evenings look like what do you look like think about it i'm gonna ask you a question now does anything you just envisioned resemble something of the that girl aesthetic yeah i bet it does don't worry me too but like let's talk about that guys okay that's what i want to talk about this episode I assume that most of you fabulous individuals know what the that girl trend is that is sweeping the nation like a goddamn tsunami, but if you don't, allow me to enlighten you. So that girl is this trend. It's an aesthetic lifestyle, you could say, that's mainly targeted towards women in their 20s that's all about leading the healthiest and most motivated life you can, and all the while making it look, and keyword look very clean and pleasing to the eye it's like crisp white bedding it's lemon water and matcha out of mason jars it's perfectly fitting gym sets for a 5 a.m spin class it's it's nice to look at i'm all for health and wellness and drinking lemon water i do it in the morning just because i freaking like it but when it starts making you feel bad about yourself and your life is where i start to have a problem with it So as I previously mentioned, this that girl trend is more of an aesthetic. And obviously, as an aspiring content creator and avid media user like myself, I can't totally shit on aesthetics when it comes to posts. Because, like, come on, I like my feed to look pretty. Why? Because that's what people like. Guys, I'm just doing it for the fans. Just giving the people what they like. 
Uh, nah, I'm kidding. I like pretty pleasing to the eye posts too. However, the obsession with a perfect looking lifestyle and online presence can be dangerous and harmful to your mental health. We're all human here, people, and it's in our DNA to be imperfect, to fuck up, to not wake up every day at 5 a.m. ready to sweat. And that is so freaking okay. I was listening to the I Love You So Much podcast with Kenzie Elizabeth and special guest Molly Carmel. Fabulous, fabulous podcast, you guys. Like, give it a listen. It's the episode that's titled Why You Are Doing Your Best. And Molly Carmel said this little sentence or just a little, I don't even know what to call it. She had a quote that really stuck with me. And it was, January is the month of grooming. It's the month of grooming. As in grooming each other. Guilt. It's the month of shooting on yourself. When it's just basically a multi-billion dollar industry. (coughs) Diet culture. That's perpetuating these cycles of guilt, shame, and chasing an unattainable result. It's hard. It's hard to be a woman, but anyone in January because you're just told to enjoy the holidays be present do all this and then have your fucking life together by January 1 and look like that girl or you're failing and it's a horrible message I was planning on doing this podcast theme this whole week and I listened to that podcast and I just thought it fit pretty well with this this point in time you know the end of January and the that girl aesthetic because I feel like all these New Year's resolutions of health and wellness in an unhealthy way, guilt isn't a motivator, guys. Diet culture uses it as a motivator, but it's not. In the end, it just comes back to bite you in the ass and make you feel worse than you did before. Why? Because if you feel worse, you're going to go back to the diet and it's going to be this endless freaking cycle over and over and over again. And that's where I feel like the that girl aesthetic fits in. I feel like it's a perpetuator of this diet industry. It's not directly telling you to follow a certain diet plan or workout plan. However, it's heavily hinting at it because all these girls look seemingly perfect and look like they have their entire life together. And these girls are everywhere, my guys. Oh, Lord. I open my Pinterest page and the first thing I see is a flood of pins with that girl diet, that girl ab workout, that girl morning routine. And, you know, like you get the point. I click on it. You click on it. We all do. It's it's extremely tempting. I don't want us to think that that's the only way to live, that that's the only way we can be healthy is by having this aesthetically pleasing life. I was reading this article about that girl on The Bow Life and Therese Marie Lim. She said something in her article that gave me a lot of thoughts about this trend and just all the other trends, health trends and ebbs and flows in general. And she said, each era has its own image of the ideal woman. Right now, it's that girl. Think about that. Each era has its own image of the ideal woman. Why is it changing so much? We are human beings. We have one life. Why should we be expected 
to change our looks, our habits, just because it's in style. Like, I have a huge problem with that. Again, this is our one life. We're one person. Why isn't just being ourselves enough for people? Why isn't it enough for us, more importantly? Why are we as women expected or pressured to change ourselves so that we're trending? Trends are for clothes, they're for hairstyles, they're for song artists, I don't know, but they're not for people. I know that for damn sure. And when I think about it like that, as a trend, and how we're expected to alter ourselves to fit that trend, it really, really hurts me and makes me hurt for all those people out there that think they're not good enough because they're not matching what they see on their explore page or their for you page or anything like that. You are enough how you're comfortable and how you feel your best. And just because it doesn't produce the most likes doesn't mean it's wrong and doesn't mean that you're not enough. I definitely noticed I'm very much shitting on the whole that girl aesthetic and I don't want to completely shit on it because as I said before, it can be motivating. It's good to push ourselves to change for the better. I'm all for it. I make changes a lot, trust me. However, it's all about the intention behind those changes and how they make you feel and how they actually end up changing your life. Getting a hold of your life and getting in more control of your life can be good. However, it can also cross a line. And shifting to a more strict diet, workout regimen, sleep regimen, social regimen, I don't know, doesn't always work out in the best way possible for a lot of people. I've been poking around doing some research on this trend and a lot of the sources I came across definitely remarked on how this seemingly wellness promoting trend has actually more so encouraged harmful practices like disordered eating and fat phobia. Another article I read, I feel like I sound so scholarly with all of my article reading. Trust me guys, I'm not that kind of person. I read this article by Katherine Seymour, and I actually had the privilege to talk to this girl on Instagram. So Catherine, if you're listening, hey girl, what's up? Thanks for getting back to me, and thanks for letting me quote you in this podcast. Um, I loved what she said. So her article was titled, That Girl as a Fat Girl, How the TikTok Viral Trend Has Fueled Fat Phobia. And she comments on how the trend is almost falsely inclusive. And it's actually really exclusive towards white skinny females. The trend was meant to be only an aesthetic first, but after social media has fueled it and furthered it, it's grown basically into a body image focused, perfection obsessed movement. Yeah, no, like not what 22 or any year fucking needs. And Catherine's right. I want you to think about when you look up that girl or it happens to pleasantly or unpleasantly, I don't know, surprise you on your explore or for you page. What does the girl look like? I don't know about y'all, but the diversity isn't too high in that market. (laughs) At least in my experience, I don't know, I could be wrong. It is exclusive and I think it makes people hate themselves for not looking like these girls in these pictures. And for God's sake, we don't even know if these pictures are real. 
we don't know how these girls see themselves and how they posed or held their breath and sucked everything in or if they got their best angle in these pictures to create the seemingly perfect photo again guys we don't know what's behind the picture or video on social media so let's stop this comparison bullshit and let's just try let's try and be happy with ourselves why can't it be a goal to not be like someone else like that girl in 2022 and why can't we make it a goal to just be our freaking self because i'm sure your true self is the best version of you that is the best version of you when you're not trying to be anyone else but just you now of course it's okay if you fall in bait to this trend i mean it's tempting it really is like i want you to think for a second as viewing videos or tiktoks of Daco routines? Has it ever made you feel bad about not getting up at 5 a.m. to go spin? Has it made you spend money you didn't really have on the hottest skincare products? Has it made you hate your cozy little home because it wasn't naturally lit in a modernly minimalist design? Yeah, trust me, me too. Me too, dude. I promise. But if that girl trend is truly just about living a mostly healthy and motivated lifestyle, then why can't I enjoy my morning coffee out of my fuck off I'm caffeinating mug while journaling staring out my window at my bike with the front wheel stolen? And why can't I wear my Colorado grandma top? Oh, Colorado grandma crop top, mind you, to the gym at the same hour of 2 p.m. Why can't I? Well, oh, trick question. Because the answer is I fucking can and you fucking can. Think about it. Just like diet culture, this freaking trend it's a consumer trick it's bait it's trying to get everyone to spend money on things that they really don't need but truly believe will make their lives better but the truth is the only thing you need to make your life better is you you need you and a little bit of motivation sprinkle of faith and some water hope you guys are hydrating by the way you should keep hydrating but yeah that is that's the recipe all you got to do. And I assure you, if you guys just start living your truth and really honing in on what makes you tick, what makes you happy, you will find your best self. I mean, I'm still achieving. I'm still growing and learning. But I'd say this is the most best self I've ever had. And I assure you, I assure you, I am not getting up at the crack ass of dawn to go sweat my ass off i don't always eat the healthiest i can't remember the last time i went to bed before 1 a.m but i'm vibing guys i'm vibing and sure i buy the occasional skincare products and i drink lemon water as i said and i wear cute sets to the gym but I do it for me. I do it for me. Because I don't know about you guys, but after a nice long sweat at the gym and I got my Doja Cat pumping in my AirPods. Yes, I'm exposing myself. I listen to Doja Cat at the gym. Ladies, gentlemen, if you need a confidence boost, please pump Doja Cat in your AirPods. That is Doja Cat, D-O-J-A-C-A-T, Doja Cat. <laughs> in in your airpods and i wear my cute little set 
And I strut my ass off through that gym. I, little secret, I strut through the big boy gym. It's where all the big boys are. Yeah, I'm exposing myself hella right now. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. Confidence tip. Do it. Doja Cat, gym set, sweat, strut, big boy gym. I'm definitely getting away from the point. All I'm saying is you're going to find your best self, like I said before, tuning in to your true and genuine needs and wants and nobody else's. For me, for example, I noticed last week that I was feeling so burnt out. And normally I'm a, the kind of person that can go, go, go. And I've always been pretty active and... Especially this year, you know, I got into the gym and weightlifting and spinning and all that fun stuff. And it's great. I love moving. I love feeling strong because for so long I didn't. And now I do. But I hit a point. I hit a wall. I was feeling lethargic and tired. And honestly, I struggle with rest days, guys. I do. And that's my one flaw. (laughs) Yes, my only flaw. It's my one flaw. I'm perfect in every other way. I wasn't feeling my best because I was working out too much. And it took some talking to Ellie, my roommate, first about what I need and what my body needs. And she told me that all this exhaustion, like, guys, I couldn't even do yoga. It was, I was just so dead. My muscles were just like, dude, stop. Like, freaking relax. You're going to be fine. And Ellie told me that. This was my body's way of telling me that I need a new groove. I need a new groove. And she and Cece were going to help me get that. And that's what I've been doing. I've been going easier with movement and trying to be more intuitive with how I move. And that, my friends, is what I needed to feel my best right now. It wasn't getting up at 5. I keep saying 5 sure 5 30 6 whatever just early a.m whenever to get up and just go pump it out at the gym and that's okay because this is how i'm feeling my best honestly guys i've been working out less and less intensely recently and my confidence and body image has been extremely good surprisingly good it's just kind of amazing how when you listen to your body and what your true needs are, how positively that can affect you. Tying this into that girl trend and what it stands for, if that is what your body is calling for, if your body is calling for a more routine lifestyle full of movement and healthier whole foods and skincare, nice skincare products, that's okay. Do it get into it but if you realize that you're just buying into all of this stuff because you think it'll make you feel better and you think that's what you need to be best then I want you to sit with yourself and I want you to really rethink what you need and try and go inwards maybe journal I always push journaling I think it's a great great way to Learn about yourself and learn about your needs and wants. I know there's also a lot of journaling prompts going around Instagram as well and any social media. And it doesn't have to look a certain way, you guys. Journaling can literally just be you writing one word or two or a whole novel if you want. 
It doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be in a pretty-ass journal. I got one of my favorite journals from Walgreens. From Walgreens, you guys. And you know what's even funnier? Is it inspired one of my tattoos. On the cover, it said she was her own muse. And I just really liked that saying. I think it says a lot with a little with a few words. So I got the word muse tattooed on my arm. Yeah. Thanks, Walgreens. Shout out. Not sponsored. All I'm saying is you don't need to drop a billion freaking dollars to feel your best and to have good habits. Your good habits can start right now. Just with you. With yourself. And in the end, honestly, I think this whole that girl trend or any other diet trend or lifestyle trend serves as a distraction away from ourselves when we're too scared to realize the things we actually need to fix. Get what I'm saying? I feel like that was a really deep realization that I actually had after making this, but I truly think that's it. I think that all this external fixes are just a way to avoid what is inside and what needs to be fixed inside of you. Honestly, you're not going to feel your best if you don't go inward, you guys. It's freaky. It's scary. It can be ugly, but do you want to have that within you your whole life and look pretty and get a lot of likes on Instagram? Or do you want to fix that shit and feel the best you ever have and just be free? I don't know. Maybe that whole interpretation of that is wrong, but I think I think I'm pretty spot on. And also, this is my podcast, so I guess I can say whatever I want. <laughs> all in all, you guys have it all within you. And you don't need to alter yourself to fit a trend to look like any other girl or guy. We're all enough as we are. We're all enough as our own true selves. And I think our goal should be to find our true self. Find your truth, hone your truth. What are your passions? What are your values? What gets you up in the morning? What genuinely makes you feel your best? Is it sleeping in till noon? Is it getting up at seven? Whatever the fuck it is, just do it and do more of it. Life is supposed to be messy and not picture perfect all of the time. It's about balance. Sure, you can have some picture-perfect moments, but it's okay if you don't. I certainly am not picture-perfect all the time. I literally walked on the hill today. It's This is an irrelevant story, but I just thought I'd share. It's a Thursday night, and people go out a lot on Thursdays, and I just did not tonight. I was being true to myself, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It was a long week. I'm tired. But yeah, I was walking, and I'm wearing this big ass hoodie my hair is in a messy bun and I was wearing shorts and mind you it's 12 degrees outside your girl just was lazy and did not feel like putting on pants and I was wearing little Uggs New York Fashion Week should be calling me very soon with my audition but anywho your girl was walking I was I bought like toilet paper and dishwasher detergent and this group of girls clearly freshmen no shade but you can pick you guys out of a crowd. I'm sorry. I look back at videos of me when I was a freshman. Holy shit, I was such a freshman. They were walking towards me, looking smashing. I think it was some frat mixer they're going to. Looks kind of disco themed. I saw some like pink leather pants. Girl in the pink leather pants, if you're listening to this, tell me where you got those. They're freaking sick. All these girls just tipsy as fuck walking towards me and looking at me and just saying like, yeah, like you do you, girl. 
and thanks but like i didn't need you to tell me that because i will do me thank you thank you for recognizing that embarrassment and shame is all relative i'm comfortable enough with myself right now definitely it took me some work to get to this point but after being so true to myself and kind of finding who i am i'm comfortable enough to walk out on a weekend night dressed like ashley tisdale from the red carpet in 2006 if you know what i'm talking about and be okay with it because i'm doing me those girls are doing them all was right with the world again guys we're all human we all have our days have our moments and we don't need to be on all the time we don't need to be perfect all the time that's what i want you guys to take away from this you are all killing it if you just tune in to yourself i sound like a broken record but i don't care tune the frick into yourself and figure out what that person needs figure out what that person inside of you genuinely needs you just what do you need from yourself and that is how you can be the best version of you in 2022 oh that rhymed that was beautiful I feel like Dr. Seuss. Now I'm sure some of y'all are just sitting there like, okay, Abby, cool. I will tune into myself. Sure. Like how the fuck do I do that? Well, lucky for you, I am here to give you that advice. My first piece of advice for tuning into yourself is being with yourself. And by that, I mean, just sit with your thoughts. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe you avoid sitting with your thoughts because they're too much. But I believe in you, and you're going to do it. And if you want to do it right now with me, that's cool. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do a little inward thinking exercise. Ready? I want you all to just sit or lay down. Just get comfortable, okay? Now take some deep breaths. Inhale and exhale. And just notice your breath. Now just observe. Envision that you're in your head like a little magic school bus person (laughs) and you're in your head and you're just watching your thoughts you're watching your thoughts just take notice of what you see and what comes up how do you feel how does it feel to just really pay attention to your thoughts and don't beat yourself up for your thoughts just notice them neutrally Wow, I feel like a freaking like meditation app person. Good job, y'all, if you did that. So I want you to just keep doing that and write down what comes up for you and spend more time with yourself, not by yourself, with yourself. It'll really do something for you. One thing that helped me discover who I was was just take myself out every once in a while. And I still do. Every Friday, every Friday morning, I take myself out for a little coffee date and I do some homework or I journal at a coffee shop, or I just walk around, or I take myself for a hike. It's some of my favorite time I spend with myself. It's really insightful, and you'll learn a lot. Another tip I have for tuning into yourself and honing your truth is figuring out what kinds of things give you energy and what kinds of things drain your energy. Maybe this permits to people. Now, I'm not saying just straight up cold turkey cut your toxic best friend out of your life maybe go about it a little more gently but i just want you to figure out what kinds of things energize you and make you feel lighter and happier and excited and what kind of things 
take the life out of you and drain you and make you feel more tired and exhausted. I really believe that figuring out our energy givers and takers is a big part of how we can start to own our truth and be our best self. If there's one thing I've learned is that you really got to protect your energy. You have to be there for yourself to protect your energy. It's not selfish. It's just caring for you. And that's okay. Your energy is one of the most important things you have. So you better protect it. Now, my third tip for honing into yourself. Wait, I think I mixed that up. Tuning into yourself and honing your truth is a little less simple time-wise. I want you to think about what your passion is. What is something you could do all day and just get lost in? It doesn't have to be just one thing. It can be multiple things. For me, for example, I could wander a new place all day. I could wander up and down streets all day. I could wander and wander all day. I love taking myself for hikes. I also love creating digital art. I find it really soothing and hours go by when I do it. That also goes for making edits or reels or videos. I just, oh, it gets me so excited when I make a really good video. And also just doing really childish things with my friends, like brings me a lot of joy. I don't know. I don't know if that's a passion being childish, but just tuning into my inner child gives me a lot of energy. I guess it's more of an energy giver than a passion, but you get what I'm saying. So those are the only tips I'm going to give you guys now. I hope that you start to find who you truly are and what you truly need. We don't need any internet trend or anything like that telling us what we need to be the best. All we need is what our intuition, our inner self tells us. And that's where I want you guys to start. You are enough, just as you are. It's all within you. And don't let anyone or anything or any trend or any picture or video or TikTok or whatever tell you freaking otherwise. I believe in you. Now it's time for you to believe in you. I feel like this episode took a lot of wild turns, but as I warned you all in the first episode, I am all over the place. My brain is like a squirrel. If you guys followed, again, congratulations. I'm proud of you. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I hope you took some things away. I hope you resonated with some things. Let me know. I can't believe this is the second episode of These Are The Vibes. Thank y'all for listening, and I'll catch you guys next week. In the meantime, my dudes, I hope you all continue to have a day, a week of absolutely solid vibes. Later. Later.